da, da, da. Okay, it's me, Michelle. Hey, everybody, welcome to this <laughs> week's episode of Orange Juice Optional. That music just makes me so happy, and so I tried to capture it. What music is that? I think it's our theme song. Did you not recognize oh, okay. it? <laughs> I didn't. But I don't have a real ear for music, as you know, so no offense, but no, I didn't recognize it. Well, maybe I don't have much tune for music either, but yeah, that music, our theme music really just makes me happy. Yeah, makes me happy too. So how are you today, Suzanne? Pretty good. It's just hanging in there. How about you? You're in a mood, good I, mood. Uh, yeah, why not? Like it's sun outside. We're going to talk about humor, which is a huge thing for me in my life. And yeah, it just feels like a really good day to... Be positive and upbeat. Okay. There you have it. Yeah. So, well, let's just jump right into this episode because last week as I was trying to leave a teaser, you spoiled it. I did. Yeah. You jumped right in there. Well, I didn't really spoil the teaser. I just made it a real teaser because you have to save it for today's episode. Right. And it's nothing even that exciting. It was just kind of humorous on that day because it just made me laugh because I do have a nephew. He turned 20 on April 1st and he is, of course, an April Fool's Day baby. And I don't know why it is, but I feel like I always every year have to pick on this kid a little bit (laughs) and just, I know poor kid. He's probably dealt with it with everyone in his life, but every April fools, he is the only one that I for sure have to joke with. And so he's getting ready to come visit us in Arizona. And so early this morning, I sent him a message and said, WTF, your flights were canceled. (laughs) And so that's what he woke up to. (laughs) So he had no time really to think about what day it was. And he responded accordingly. He's like, are you serious? Oh my gosh, that's horrible. What am I supposed to do now? And he started to spiral on that a little bit, just, you know, wanting to solve the problem. Right. And of course, then I immediately was like, no, April fools. I'm just kidding. And happy birthday. Because so funny. I don't want people to stress too long. Like, I think it's really funny, but then I want to clear it up. I know. You kind of defeat the purpose of a good April Fool's Day joke by saying April Fool's before they have a chance to react. Right. Or get but upset. But he did, he did react on this one and he was starting and then he sent me a message. He's like, oh yeah, you got me good. But the worst part about this particular April Fool's joke mm-hmm. is I just saw an article from the Anchorage Daily News uh-huh. about hundreds of flights being canceled no. by Alaska Airlines because the pilots are on strike. No way. So maybe I accidentally manifested this. Is that true or are you screwing with me? <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, it was on Facebook. I, I think it's true, but it was in the Anchorage Daily News. Oh, gosh. That's not, that would be horrible. I would be the worst auntie ever. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, now I'm going to have to stress about that because we have some flights coming up in my family that are on Alaska Airlines. Hopefully they will clear that up before our days come. Yeah, I'll send you the article when we're done. Here. Okay. But I was like, dang it. I shouldn't have. No kidding. Joked about that. No. And now I'm going to be blamed. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, well, that kind of just 
got me out of the mood of the April Fool's Day theme, but that's okay. (laughs) Well, no, it doesn't have to get you out of the mood. The other April Fool's Day joke I tried to play was on my husband. And this one probably really isn't that funny, but my parents were watching the dogs while we were in Phoenix visiting you. Right. And so I sent him a message while he was on the golf course that one of our dogs was missing. Of course... I picked the wrong dog. I should have said the other one who's a little wild and who does wander off, but I, I said the more steady one. And oh. I waited and waited and waited for him to respond and nothing. I didn't hear anything. So then I started to panic. Like, I just need to tell him I'm joking. Maybe right. he's just so mad. I need to tell him I was joking. Right. And when they showed up at your house, I ran outside. I'm like, where's your phone? I've been trying to get a hold of you. Rip's missing. And he's like, come on, really? I don't believe you. (laughs) So I stressed about it all day. Like he was going to have a bad reaction, but A, he didn't have his phone and B, he didn't believe me anyway. Yeah. Well, sometimes the jokes go sideways. Yes, but. So I just want to say that I am not a prankster. I'm just not clever enough. You know, try as I might, I can never come up with the the great April Fool's Day jokes. And I always want to, but then it's like, this is never going to work. So I turned to my master of pranksters, my daughter, Katie. And this girl, girl can play a joke on anyone. And she is ruthless, ruthless. So she doesn't have Joker's remorse during the middle of it, like why it's in play. She'll wait to see where it goes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And she is cruel, I am telling you. And her husband is her biggest victim just because they live together and he falls for it every year. And I've already told the story of the, the one joke that she played on me was the cockroach incident in Savannah, Georgia where I literally had the hotel shut down because of cockroaches. And um, turns out they were fake. My daughter had planted them in the bathroom. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And she just, okay, I'm just going to give you a couple examples. Maybe I've talked about them before. Maybe I haven't. But just a couple of reminders. This year's joke, and she always posts the reaction video on either Instagram or Facebook. So, you know, (laughs) you just have to be really careful not to be a victim of hers. So they recently, are you ready to hear them? Of course. Oh, okay. Well, you had kind of gone silent. And I thought, uh oh, maybe I'm too boring. No, I was (laughs) intrigued as to what you were going to say, actually. (laughs) So they just moved into cool townhome in the suburbs of Atlanta. And one of the things they did was buy a new TV. And they had it kind of teetering up on the mantle, I think, above their fireplace. You know, and I could have the details wrong. I could be wrong. I haven't seen the reaction video yet. And so Katie walked by the TV and acted like she fell into it and it fell off the mantle. But what she had actually done, he was in his office. She had taken it off and looked like it had fallen off the mantle onto the floor. Oh, shit. I know. And apparently, there is a screen that you can buy through an app somewhere that looks like it's a cracked 
TV screen. So she calls for Matt to come up and help her. And she's really upset. And he picks up the TV and the screen is cracked. (laughs) And it's his brand new TV. And she starts crying because she can cry on a dime. And he gets really mad. And then I guess it came around. It was an April Fool's Day. April Fool's. Oh no. Like how long did she let <laughs> she can let him these, suffer? Oh, she can let him go forever. Okay, last year on April Fool's Day. I don't know. I this one might be the best one, so I'm going to save that one for last. So, this probably 5 years ago, my daughter who tends to have panic attacks about just about everything in the middle of the night, 3 in the morning. And this one she posted on face or on Instagram she started screaming and she woke up Matt in a panic just screaming we've got to get out of the building we, the building there's a bomb in the building we got to go and it's three in the morning wakes him out of a dead sleep and he goes how do you know how do you know and he said they called me the front you know the concierge called said we got to evacuate let's go we got to get our stuff and so this man who's half asleep is literally trying to get dressed and throw things in a bag and she's screaming at him in a panic because the building is about to explode oh my gosh and she has it all on video of him scrambling trying to wake up telling her to calm down everything's going to be fine throwing his stuff in the bag (laughs) and it went on for like 10 minutes and then she says april falls i mean she is brutal she that is brutal yeah and wow and he is such a good sport because the thing is is she gets it as close to reality as she possibly can it would be something that would actually happen you know she would actually have a panic attack if she thought the building was there was a bomb gas leak and it could have been a gas leak i don't remember the details but when she thinks that's how she would react so she's really good at creating a very realistic scenario for him to fall for so we need to take lessons from her i think (laughs) i know i think she needs to come on this episode not this episode but this show and explain how she comes up with this stuff yes Yes. Okay, but this one is the third one I'm going to tell you, and then you can you can share some humor with me. So the third one is has to do with the lot the lottery. Matt, they buy lottery tickets, especially when the things go up. And apparently, you can do this. And he had his lottery ticket, and she had a fake video of them reading off his lottery ticket. Shut up. <laughs> I swear to God. And again, she videos the whole thing. So you know it's true. And he's reading it. And every number is right. And he's looking at it. And they read it again. And he's looking at it. And he's like getting excited. And he's like, Katie, Katie. (laughs) And yeah, it was April Fool's. He did not win the lottery that day. (laughs) Oh, man, that is... wicked it's wicked is what it is it is she is ruthless she is like yeah so 
My husband, Suzanne, is quite a prankster also. You know him and you know he's got that streak. And since we're sharing other people's stories, I'll share this story that I find hilarious. So back in Anchorage, one of Rob's friends was getting ready to go to dinner with Rob, myself, Rob's dad, I think maybe his mom and a couple other people, you know, just right. a dinner. Right. And before the dinner, this friend made an effort to go up to Rob and say, hey, Rob, like, I remember your mom's name is Sue, but I can't remember your dad's name. What, what is his name? And Rob's like, oh, my dad's Al. And he's like, okay, Al, Al, I'm going to remember that. So we go to dinner and all night, this friend keeps saying, hey, Al, how's your beer? Hey, Al, did you like your dinner? Hey, Al, like your son is so fun, da, 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 da. And this is a person who every time he makes eye contact, he'll use a name or he'll like touch you on the shoulder. He'll use your name. So it wasn't like one time he <laughs> said the name, but he was really using it. And at the end of the night, Rob's dad, whose name is actually Jim, came up to him and said, like, I like your friend and everything, but why the hell does he keep calling me Al? That was my dad's name. And <laughs> so Rob's like, well, I told him your name was Al. And so... That's his dad funny. got a yeah he got a laugh out of it and then the friend got a laugh out of it later also but Rob, the friend was like Rob I asked you you know I was trying to be that good person and know the name so it was just really funny <laughs> is, I thought pretty clever it is it's pretty funny I wonder if our stories get lost in translation you know just I mean we have good stories but I wonder if they get lost in translation are you just like saying my story wasn't funny? Is that the way you're no, trying to tell me? No, 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 I was thinking that actually about my story that I told before your story. I was thinking, I wonder if that's just lost in translation. If Because you didn't really react to my story. And I did think it was funny, but you didn't. I thought I did. <laughs> you always are saying you don't react. And I always think I do. Oh, that's funny. Okay, well, I have another story. It's not, it wasn't really a joke that Katie played it, but it's similar to the Al story. So Katie lived in Bellevue when she was in college and she had an apartment. And after a city bus incident, because she always would take the bus to school and the weather was bad one day. So she decided to catch a cab and she really liked her cab driver. So she got his card and would call him every time she needed a cab somewhere. She would call this particular cab. And so one day she got in the car and he was in a really, he, I guess he was a really friendly guy. They became really good friends. And she said, what is your name? And he said, it's Sunny. So now then every time they get in the car, she'd say, hey, Sunny, how's it going? And finally, after a year of him picking her up three, four days a week, he'd say, why do you call me Sunny? And she said, well, I asked you what your name is. And he said, no, no, no. I said, it was Sunny outside the sun was shining my name is al oh that is funny <laughs> so yeah. he like misheard her and he thought she was asking about the weather or something well i think he was just remarking on the weather to make conversation and maybe didn't hear her ask what is your name he just said it's sunny like it's sunny outside and it just came after she said what is your name Oh, and so weird. she heard him say, it's sunny. And he was referring to the weather. <laughs> and I his name was Al. That's what made me think of the story, because his real name was Al. And so after a year of being called Sunny, his name was Al. I like it. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, now that you've said that you're fearful that our stories get lost in um, translation, I did find an April Fool's quiz. <laughs> oh, you always do. And you know how much I love those. NewYorkTimes.com. Now, this is not a quiz you're going to be fighting with because there's actually pranks that have been pulled in the past. And they're just wondering, like, what company did it? What school did it? And mm. so okay. we're going to get to hear about some pranks out there. Okay. And figure out... Who, what, when, where, why. Okay. So we'll get started. Okay. Again, this is at NewYorkTimes.com. So do you think these are like obscure pranks that we've never heard of? Or is this something that we would recognize? I don't know. It might be obscure. I'll just do a couple okay. of them. There's like 10 here. Okay. But it's still fun to hear about I what agree. some other people did. Yeah. Okay. So here's one of the questions. Rihanna... Britney Spears and Miley Cyrus have all given late, late night performances in what late night host bedroom, gaining entry with the assistance of the comedian's wife? Was it James Corden, Jimmy Fallon, or Jimmy Kimmel? I would say Jimmy Kimmel, but Jimmy, I don't. Jimmy Fallon came to mind first, but I would say Jimmy Kimmel. Okay, well, I'll push Jimmy Kimmel. I wouldn't know because I go to bed early. Right. And you are correct. After Dua Lipa became the fourth singer to break in to Mr. Kimmel's room, Mr. Kimmel remarked, for whatever reason, my wife thinks it's funny to have a famous singer and a bunch of dancers sneak into our house in the middle of the night to wake me up with an impromptu performance. <laughs> that, well, that is pretty funny. Okay, next question. <laughs> okay, next question. At the 1984 Rose Bowl, students from what college hacked the scoreboard to show that their school beat MIT 38 to 9? Was it Caltech, Stanford, or UCLA? I'm going to go with Caltech. Caltech. And you are correct. Ah. The pranksters received job offers from the scoreboard company. It wasn't Caltech's first Rose Bowl appearance. In 1961, a group of students tricked fans into raising cards that spelled out the school's name. How fun. No kidding. So I guess these aren't necessarily April Fool's pranks, just pranks that have happened over time. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll do at least one more. Okay. The National Park Service received hundreds of calls from outraged Americans in 1996 after what fast food chain announced it had purchased a relic location in Philadelphia's Independence National Historical Park? Was it Arby's, McDonald's, or Taco Bell? Um, what year was it? This would be back in 1996. I think it was Taco Bell. I think it was Taco Bell. Okay, let's see. You don't want a Taco Bell in the middle of a historical park. Let's see. Oh my gosh, Suzanne, you're killing it. Taco Bell took out a full page ad in several newspapers, including page A13 of the Times, to announce its acquisition, supposedly an effort to help decrease the national debt. The landmark was to be renamed the Taco Liberty Bell. Right, see? It makes Very sense, good. yeah. It does make sense. It does make sense. <laughs> okay. I need another one. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. I'm like knowing the answers to none of them. So I'm like, well, let's just finish this up. But okay. If you're liking it, we'll go on. Well, I am okay. three for three. I mean, I could be pushing my luck here, but I am three for three. Okay. 
we'll do this one. Wearing a prosthetic nose and chin, what hit maker dressed up as a nanny named Jenny in 2015 to impersonate herself in an audience? Was it Adele, Janelle Monet, or Dolly Parton? I think it was Adele. Okay. If I had to guess, I would say Dolly Parton, but we're going to go with Adele. And that is the correct answer. <laughs> the prank was part of a BBC special pegged to the release of Del Adele's third album, 25. The impersonators thought they were auditioning to play her in a television pilot. That's pretty funny, actually. Okay, I need another one until I get one wrong. <laughs> we'll go until I get one wrong. Okay. In 1992, NPR's Talk of the Nation shared a supposed clip of what politician announcing he would never run for president, saying, I never did anything wrong and I won't do it again. Was it Spiro Agnew, Joe Biden, or Richard Nixon? Richard, no, that 1992? Well, they, they shared a supposed clip in 1992, saying that the politician announcing he would never run for president. Richard um, Nixon would have already been president, so I right. would say he would have to be right. out. And Spiro Agnew would have been pretty darn old in 1992, so it has to be Joe Biden. But then the saying was, I never did anything wrong and I won't do it again. So it could be Richard Nixon. True. I don't know. Well, Spiro Agnew, wasn't he the vice president? He was. Yeah. For Richard Nixon. So he was never president. But I think in 1992, because he was president in like 1970, what was that, 1974, 1976, 1974 is when he resigned. And he was old then. So it has to be. But it was a clip from the past. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then I'm going to say Spiro Agnew. That is incorrect. Oh, damn. Actual answer was Richard Nixon. And the comedian Rich Little mimicked the voice of the disgraced former Dang, president. In any event, the 22nd Amendment would have made Nixon ineligible to be elected a third time. Oh, well, and I should have known that. You, cut, you threw me off by saying, well, he was never. Yeah. Okay. It's your fault that I didn't get that one right. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I want okay. one follow-up. I want one follow-up question. One more. Okay. With a name meaning rubbish or weakling in local parlance, Caraco, Caracaria, how do you say this? Caraco, I think is right. Okay. I could be wrong. Okay. So anyone out there judging, judge yeah. away. Judge. Toppled the field of more than 500 candidates in the 1959 city council elections in Sao Paulo, Brazil. She was disqualified, however, on account of being what species of animal? <laughs> I don't even think I read that question right. That is so confusing. I but know. apparently there was a candidate. Okay. There were 500 candidates, and this one was actually an animal. Okay. Was she a gorilla, a pig, or a rhinoceros? I'm going to have to go with gorilla. You are incorrect. Oh, dang. I should have quit when although I was she died a few, <laughs> Although she died a few years after her victory, the rhino lives on in the phrase, vote Kakaria, 
whatever that wrote. See, I didn't oh. know the word. That's why you got it wrong. Okay. So it's all my fault again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are we going to try one more? I know I like keep to try. Yeah, I do. I want to. I want to end on a good note. I want to end a winner. Okay, a fake news story in 1998 created a stir when it announced that what state legislator had voted to legally change the value of pi, which is roughly 3.14159 to 3.0, with the bill sponsor pointing to the Bible as proof. Was it Alabama, Indiana, or Utah? Uh, okay, which one came to mind first? I would have said Indiana, but it seems like the correct answer should be Utah. And both of those answers are incorrect. It was oh, Alabama. Dang. The supposed legislation was not totally without precedence. In 1897, Indiana had actually tried to pass a bill fixing pi at a various in incorrect values, including 3.2. Oh, well, so, all right. Okay. There well, you have it. Okay. Well, that was so a fun quiz, as I, they always are. Yeah, you were three for three, but those three were very strong. Two of them were my fault. You didn't get one you just missed. <laughs> That's... You're such a nice person. All right. What else can I we talk about? Well, I think that that's it. I just, well, maybe that's it. I just was going to say, I think uh, that when young people get married, my advice to them is always make sure to laugh because mm -hmm. laughter is so important. Laugh at each other, laugh at yourself. And so I think that's why this episode I thought would be so incredibly fun. And unfortunately, I can't remember any of my various pranks that I've done <laughs> under the years. I have pranks I would like uh, to do, and maybe I still should, but could right. I share them? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, okay, and I'll just end with a couple. So when I was young, when I was a child, my dad, my dad loved April Fool's, but he was not a prankster. But he would always say, your shoe's untied. And then you'd look and he'd say, made you look, April Fool's. And it's, he did it every year he would say, your shoes untied. And the other little prank that I remember is one of my friend's daughters used to put a rubber band, you know, the, the sprayer on your sink that, you know, they used to have to spray the sink down and you have to press yes. the handle and it sprays. Well, she would put a rubber band around that spray. So her mom would turn on the faucet and it would always spray her because the handle was closed. Oh, that's a good one. I know that is how a good many one. times did that happen? Before every the mom checked it every time. <laughs> every she did it every April Fool's, and the mom would forget every year, and she'd turn on the kitchen faucet, and it would spray her every year. And every year she would say, "I always forget that she's going to do that." <laughs> Dang! I, I wish I had remembered. <laughs> I know those are the only other two pranks I can remember off the top of my head. Well, there's one I saw on like TikTok or something. Not it wouldn't mm -hmm. have been TikTok, but I saw somewhere, and I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Uh -huh. But I don't think I could ever do it. But I was talking to Christy, and one day we laughed for hours, thinking like we should do this to Rob. It would be so funny, but it's kind of gross. So I okay, don't know if I no, should share. But, it. Okay, you have to share it now. You can't <laughs> leave me hanging. And I think this is brilliant. I really think this is a very funny, funny prank. So. She goes into the bathroom because, again, I couldn't do it. So this is us mm -hmm. talking. So she would go into the bathroom and with her. She would take some chocolate pudding. Oh, God. <laughs> and after <laughs> about 
five minutes, she would call, hey, Rob, Rob, like there's no toilet paper in here. Could you please bring me some toilet paper? (laughs) And then she would put a little chocolate pudding on her fingers. And when she went to grab the toilet paper. When she went to grab the toilet paper with smear on his hand oh, and God. he would be like, <laughs> I just have tried to envision his face when oh, that happened. God. That would be I've so got to try it. You do. I, yeah, I don't I'm, think he listens to the podcast, so I could yeah, probably still get yeah. him on. That I don't know. I think you should tell. put Christy on that one. I mean, I think Christy could pull that one off easily. Oh, she totally could. Because what would yeah. he do? I think he would run into the room and be like, Michelle, look what just happened to me. Like, <laughs> totally freaked out. But then to her, he wouldn't say anything. <laughs> Anyways, oh, I think that's fun. all that, go- that oh, I've that, got today. <laughs> you know, I think that's plenty. Thanks very much. I think that's, yeah, on that disgustingly, on that note, no, yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to call that, it Sharon, a day. We're calling we it. We are. And yeah, no cliffhangers on next week's because I don't know what we're going to talk about yet, but it'll yeah, be good. I mean, so it will. tune in. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>